Hey, we're Todd and Kristen. Join us as we learn to become fearless in love. Welcome to the Fearless in Love podcast. We're glad that you have joined us. Kristen, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you, my love? Yes, I am equally fantastic. <laughs> Except for that sliver you just got your finger on. Our yeah, that's terrible. Chair. We don't know how that happened. I don't but know. Suddenly but you got a sliver. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're going to make it, honey. I think I'm we'll, good. we'll get rid of that in a little bit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, if you have been with us the last few weeks, actually, here, we've been talking about a vow that a Jewish man would take on his wedding day called the vow of Ona. And the vow really kind of turns a lot of the things that maybe we have been taught, if you've been in the church for a while, upside down. Mm-hmm. And so we've been talking about that and, and looking at that vow from a number of different angles. And today we're going to take a little more of a practical look at it, maybe not so much of a theoretical look, but a little more of a practical look at how that impacts us in relationship and our sexuality. And so that is our charge for today. I think this will be the last of these <laughs> has turned into a much longer discussion than what we initially anticipated, but I think this is going to be the last one. And so Kristen's going to kind of lead us through some thoughts here and we're just going to have a discussion. So maybe just start with a quick little reminder of what one of the principles is of the vow. Okay. sounds good. So kind of just the overall picture of it, where it's the husband is given the commandment of Ona, which is one of the religious obligations he assumes in marriage. And Ona is the commandment to supply all forms of well-being and pleasure to his wife. The obligation is not connected to the sexual satisfaction of the husband, but the special sexual needs of the wife. The husband has a duty to ensure that all forms of sexual touch are pleasurable for her. All sexual touch should be accompanied by closeness and joy. And this level of attentiveness and intimacy raises lovemaking to a higher, more emotional and spiritual plane. Well done. So that is the, that's the big picture. Today, we are going to talk about something that Dr. Sellers in her book, God, Sex, and the Conservative Christian Church, what she talked about in that book. And she talked about how the principle of this vow helps men move from seeing sex as a conquest to learning to see, hear, and see study another in order to meet the other's needs. So should we come back to that or should we sit there for a moment? Uh, <laughs> I'm used to you leading, honey. Yeah, so. it's, it's up to you. Um, okay. Well, if we want to, if we're going to sit here, we at least need to talk so other people don't get bored. Oh, oh, well, details. Okay. Well, let's just move on for a moment. Okay. So to love well relies less on competition Again, conquests or goals, and more on learning the nuances of one's beloved. So men learn to grow their skills in relating and loving. The discipline of truly learning their wives helps men to connect from that place of drive, purpose, accomplishment, competition. That's kind of where men, that's where men are driven, right? Mm -hmm. And so it 
it helps them to shift from that to learning how to connect from their heart, which I know is unique and different for to a man. Mm-hmm. It helps men to learn to understand and develop intimacy with their wives. So well, let's just start there. Yeah. That picture of for men, it's really turning things upside down. I mean, it's very different from generally speaking how men, um, should I say pursue or just, I guess, interact, want to interact with a woman or a husband to a wife. What would you say about that? Like it says, this vow helps men move from seeing sex as a conquest to learning to see here and study her. So yeah, tell me I mean, about the conquest. Tell yeah. me as a man, what does that mean? Well, I think men, just culturally, I think it's, it's some kind of a conquest to, to get a woman to want to be with you sexually. And, and I think a lot of it might be driven from just that place of purpose and power and drive like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times at the root of it, it's a search for validation, mm-hmm. you know, for a man where he, he feels validated mm-hmm. that a woman wants to be with him in that way. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think that's a, a way, not necessarily saying it's a right way, but it's, it's right. a way that a lot of times men do view sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with it talking, with her talking about then this shift from seeing sex as a conquest to learning to see, hear, and study her, his wife and learn the nuances of one's beloved. How does that feel to you as a man? Does that sound hard? Does that sound fun? Does that sound <laughs> challenging? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably <laughs> all, all the above. above to some degree. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, because I think it for me and what where where we have come in our relationship feels more natural to me mm-hmm. certainly than what it did years ago. As I think about just the shift in in mindset, mm-hmm. and I think as we've talked about in the last couple episodes, that I think as I've learned that actually what gives me Mm-hmm. more life right. is seeing you come alive in that right. area. Right. And so just have learned that yeah. it isn't so much about trying to take something, you know, get something, uh, actually get more out of giving mm-hmm. and uh, seeing you be able to, to learn to be free and comfortable and, and enjoy and all of those things. So I think for me, I can relate to that and I can see the value in it. Uh, I think if I think back 10 years, 20 years ago mm-hmm. and think about that, a lot of that would have sounded probably pretty foreign to me and pretty daunting in terms of mm-hmm. how can I, Then probably, I, I feel like you don't even know. So how am I supposed to know if you don't even know or how am I? And so, yeah, I think those thoughts would have been much more prevalent then than they are now. But I think for a, a lot of men, that would be a foreign idea mm-hmm. or at least something that doesn't maybe feel as natural on the surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you. So, you know, from there, 
let's talk about it from the woman's perspective then. She she does also talk about men loving as directed by the vow this way helps women to learn to connect their heart to their bodies because women are led from their hearts generally. And so it's very easy for us to want to connect and talk about our feelings, how we're doing, those kinds of things. That's a very natural way to connect for mm-hmm. a woman. But for us to be connected to our bodies and the idea of being able to communicate with my spouse what my desires are, what speaks love to me sexually is Definitely, just as it's a little uncomfortable for you or foreign maybe to you or at least has been in the past, the idea of learning me, I, yeah, just like you said, I, it's not natural and normal for me to consider my needs, my, my body. So why do you think that is? Well, I think it hasn't even been given a voice in this culture. I mean, it's, it's always been about the man. Mm-hmm. Sex has always been about, I shouldn't. I generally, generally speaking, sex has been about the man. And I just don't think we have women, we have really considered that it even is something that is for us. And I really believe it's, I mean, it's for it. God has shown us so clearly it's all about connection. It's Mm -hmm. all about oneness. It's all about this powerful, powerful picture of this covenantal love. It is so for both of us. And, and we just miss that. I, mm-hmm. I just, I don't think women know that. And so I think we haven't even considered ourselves in the picture. Yeah. And, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to go, we'll come back to that, but I want to go back and ask you, how, how do you feel about what she was talking about with the, the man? Like, how do you feel the man, about the, man, the idea? Male part? Yeah. How do you feel about the idea that, you know, a man looking at sex as a conquest? Oh, I don't like that idea. me personally i i don't i i don't i I don't like what does that do in you when you when you hear that i guess i would say it makes me feel like an object you know it's just you're using me to feel good about yourself Mm -hmm. and to see how how great you are how powerful you are how mighty you are how (laughs) you are the man it's like it's not it's just yeah i don't like that yeah it doesn't make me feel Love. Yeah, I totally understand that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, that, I mean, if you, th- why wouldn't it make you feel that way? Right, right. So it's yeah, it's not it's not something that's going to bring life to a woman, and therefore, long term, it's certainly not going to bring life life to a man. Because I would think if it's not bringing life to your partner, it's probably not bringing life to you. Yeah, because yeah. it's not going to. It's not the experience is not going to be what it's designed to be. Yeah, that makes sense. And and I think it's really important just to stop and, and realize that because I think that is one of the big things that in long-term relationships, when people talk about their sexual desires waning and just th- like that part of the relationship isn't important anymore. And if that is the mindset of the man mm-hmm. and that continues that it's really just a taking, mm-hmm. then that is going to be the result. Right. So I think just the concept, the principle of this vow and the, mm-hmm. the, the mindset mm-hmm. shift mm-hmm. in that, not only the mindset shift, but the shift in action, mm-hmm. you can see how that starts to take the man from 
like it said, that place she said from the place of operating out of that mission for conquest Mm -hmm. to instead learning how to relate sexually to his wife in a way that she is going to desire, find pleasure, mm-hmm. find connection. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, it just, it makes total sense that mm-hmm. that would be your response mm-hmm. or your, that, what that, how that would feel inside of you. Mm-hmm. Right. Agreed. So as we talked about, women tend to lead from their hearts. And so this Ona command requires a woman to learn to communicate what she wants to value her body, to learn her body, her pleasures, and her desires. So this is something where she's she's having to relate in a different kind of way as well. Mm-hmm. And so again, I mean, a woman has to communicate what she wants. <laughs> she has to value her body. And I think even how to communicate what she wants. She has to, in many cases, I think, even understand what she wants. Right. Like you, you can't communicate what you want without well, understanding. Exactly. And that, you know, it says learn her body, her pleasures mm-hmm. and her desires. She must learn to communicate these things in a clear, overt way as an essential form of caring for herself. So what does that say to you? That I, I thought that was an interesting statement. Mm-hmm. As a way of caring for herself. Mm-hmm. As an essential form of caring for herself. I mean, I think just what it says to value her body. So, I mean, we could go on and on about the importance of a woman learning to see herself as the value that God puts on her and a man as well. But a woman seeing her body as this masterpiece that is knit together for so many beautiful purposes, and one of them very much being for the powerful purpose of connection and God giving us incredible capacity for pleasure. Mm-hmm. And so I think it is a way of caring for ourselves to consider what does bring me pleasure, what does feel good that connects me to my husband in a way that I feel loved. Mm-hmm. And but beyond just the emotional piece, yes, the emotional piece, because that's always going to connect. But the physical piece for us to consider our bodies in that way as a temple of the Holy Spirit, as something that is, you know, a powerful, powerful vessel of connection. I just think that is, as we consider that for ourselves, that is caring for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And and then being able to communicate clearly with our with our husbands what really does speak powerful love to me through that physical connection that just excites me. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just, I do, it feels so, it makes me feel like I am so valued not only to myself, just considering all of that for me, but also valued by you that you would care enough to learn my, Mm -hmm. learn my, desires and learn my, how was that worded? I loved learn the nuances, you know, of, of me. And that just feels, I I feel very cared for in that very considered, very loved, very valued. It's just, it's super powerful. Yeah. So when you think about that communication, Mm -hmm. because I know that can be something very difficult Mm -hmm. for, couples to talk about. Mm -hmm. And so 
I mean, is that something that you have communication about outside of the the bedroom? Is it something that you that's that's communication that takes place when you're together, when you're connecting? What like what is that in your mind? What does that communication of those things look like practically? Mm-hmm. I think it's both. I think it's both. I think, I think there's, I just think the lines of communication need to be super open all the time around those things. And I think because that sexual connection happens inside and outside of the bedroom, it's Mm -hmm. not just in the bedroom. Right. And so I think just communicating, I mean, we were talking earlier, just saying living room, communicating around some of those things. Um, I think big picture, especially, I think any time is going to be a good time. But I think certainly, specifically around sexual touch and connection that is more of the intimate kind, I think in the bedroom is a really, I think it is an important place to talk about it in a way or to maybe experiment with it. I think a woman just guiding and leading her husband in what feels good mm-hmm. and kind of being in control of that. Mm-hmm. I should say leading that. I think that's really important because then the woman knows you want to honor her and her body and what feels good to her and what feels honoring to her, what feels what brings her joy, what brings her pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The word I keep thinking about is curiosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's good mm-hmm. for the man to be curious, mm-hmm. you know, for the woman to be curious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And just to be open and free and, and dialogue and, and explore and have fun. <laughs> I think we take it so seriously so often and I think we lose out on just the the joy and the fun in it. Mm-hmm. And I think it can be really fun to just experiment and explore. Ooh, that, you know, that's mm-hmm. not good. That's good. You right. know, whatever. Um, so this whole idea of the woman then communicating these things and it just, it helps her to, to be able to, I think receive more fully because she's open to receiving. This is what I want. This is what I want. And this is what I desire. And so she's going to be open to receiving that because it's, she's, she's inviting it. Right. So that changes things. Absolutely. So I just feel like something's happening to you that you really don't have any control over. Like if you're inviting it, it's going to be more, it's going to help you receive more. And it also helps her to be more fully known by her husband which brings a deeper connection. So I think it's really, really powerful. And it also gives her a voice in her sexuality, which is also really, really important. Women in, in this opportunity, with this opportunity, women become much more actively involved in the sexual connection and really no one's passive. Mm-hmm. You have two active participants, which yeah. is brings more fullness of connection and joy and power which is obviously a massive shift from the idea of, you know, sex is a man's need and a woman's duty. So again, I just think it brings us like a kind of connection, a deep connection and a deep knowing of one another that is really, really powerful. 
So really, the vow of Ona set up the arrangement so that marriage helps both the man and the woman grow in their natural areas of weakness while learning interdependence on each other. And this helps balance the growth between the two partners so that the relationship can be more in tune and more mutual from the outset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really, really good. And so much to talk about in all of that mm-hmm. and to, I guess, even process individually around all of that. Mm-hmm. And I just think there's so much opportunity for just growth and and joy and mm-hmm. and connection as couples start to put those things into practice and right. begin to, sh- to have that renewing of the mind and shifting of understanding. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it is very much a life giving paradigm shift mm-hmm. <laughs> that takes place. I agree. Yeah. I yeah. agree. It just very much goes along with husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. It's just such a way to love because you're really, knowing one another. It's really, it's, it's, it's like searching you through and through Mm -hmm. of who you are. I want to know you, everything about you. And that's, that's the Lord's heart for us. Like he, and he does, he knows every single thing about us and he loves us so powerfully. And I just think that's such a beautiful picture of when a man is truly, wanting to know everything about his wife through and through. And she is just wanting to share that with him and give of herself in that way of just sharing. This is, this is who I am. This is what I love. This is what I desire. I want that kind of connection with you. I mean, both parties are so involved and it's just such a powerful picture of connection and of knowing one another, being fully known, being fully loved, being naked and unashamed, being deeply connected. It's just, it just makes, it just makes so much beautiful sense. It's just, I love it. It's a beautiful picture. So yeah. Very good. Well, I think our time is up. (laughs) So we're going to need to wrap this episode Mm -hmm. and yeah, thank you for your vulnerability in all of that. And if this episode spoke to you share it with someone we haven't asked for a while for Mm -hmm. for you to do that to share share the Mm -hmm. podcast with someone yes uh if you haven't we'd really appreciate a rate for you to rate the podcast Mm -hmm. uh, just to help us to get the awareness out there Mm -hmm. a little bit more Mm -hmm. so we'd also love feedback we have a email that todd will share with you because i can't remember what it is and you know for you just to let us know what the Lord's doing and something he might be speaking to you or just any kind of feedback. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. Or ideas of things that questions mm-hmm. you have or topics you'd mm-hmm. like to have us talk about. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. just, it's, it'll be in the show notes too, but it's mm-hmm. just fearless and love podcast at gmail.com. Pretty simple. Fearless and love podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> so yeah, I would love to hear from you with that too. So we really do appreciate you taking the time to join us and we look forward to seeing you next time. So take care. Together, let's learn to love fearlessly.